Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Benny Lewis. And this is another standalone Ask Benny episode where I take one of the questions that you guys have been sending in and I make that the focus and I tackle it myself. So today's question is, how do I find content in a less spoken language? So it's very easy to find something in Spanish or French, but there's a lot of languages where it can be very tricky to get consistent practice in the language and find things to, um, uh, to appreciate and consume. So I've been doing this most recently with three languages, which I would count as a little bit more challenging than the bigger ones. So those three languages are Catalan, ahead of an upcoming trip to Mallorca, Irish, because it's uh, the language of my own country and I want to make sure I'm embracing my cultural heritage, and American Sign Language, which uh, is used specifically in the United States and used among deaf people, but of course uh, is a very different kind of language. So finding content can be uh, a different kind of challenge there. So the first thing I would recommend you do, uh, whether you're learning these languages or any other less spoken language, or even for the bigger languages also, is to create a brand new social media account. So create a brand new YouTube account, create a brand new Instagram account, and a brand new TikTok account. And whatever other social media you tend to use, maybe consider creating a new account. All of these have an option that you can switch very quickly between different versions of your account. You don't have to log out and log back in. There's an option that you simply uh, usually click your profile image and you can switch between the accounts. And the reason for this is because you want to train the algorithm for whatever the social media site you're on to just show you content in that language. And the initial way you would do this is to either search for just the word of the language that you're learning or the hashtag, you know, depending on the system, like hashtags are a bit more important on the likes of Instagram and TikTok, not as important on YouTube. Uh, but you search for the, the name of the language in the language that you're learning. Uh, like in Catalan, it's Catala, just ending in an A. In Irish, it's Gaelga. So I would search for that. And I would find immediate content that I could check out and I would go through the results of that search and watch them and interact with those videos. I would like them. I'd leave a comment. I would also look at the descriptions and say what other hashtags are being used because the initial idea is just the name of the language, but you may not realize there are hashtags that don't come to mind initially that are specific to that community. As an example, to watch uh, American Sign Language content on TikTok, I discovered after watching a few videos that I just searched for ASL as the hashtag, that they were using CODA, C-O-D-A, as their hashtag, because that stands for Child of Deaf Adult. And this is a whole subgenre of uh, TikTok where uh, children of deaf uh, parents make content using American Sign Language. So um, I only discovered that because I was looking for content using the broader uh, hashtag. And this had opened up a whole new world of possibilities for me. So in each one of these completely separate social media accounts, I would go through this content and I would interact. I'd leave a comment I'd like, 
and I would return to it and do that again. And if I would scroll the For You page, I would always, um, on the likes of TikTok, I would always hold the screen and say not interested whenever anything else came up. Even if it's a video I would generally find uh, funny or whatever, I would still essentially vote it down because I don't want the algorithm to get tempted to show me content in English. So you do that kind of thing. You make sure you're following as many accounts as possible that only post in that language. And if you want um, my own tailor-made list of, uh, of accounts, just go to my Instagram at Irish Polyglot or at Language Hacking. And you'll see on both of those pages, I list the, uh, I believe it's 10 different language accounts that I personally have. If you go to any of those accounts, look at who I'm following. If it happens to be one of the languages that you're learning. Like if you go to my Irish uh, Instagram account, you'll see who I'm following. And generally I have the same handle on TikTok. Uh, if you're not sure, you can, you can at me and find out, but find my accounts on uh, those social media and see who I'm following because of my language specific accounts, I've already spent time researching and finding interesting people who make this content. Follow those same people and then your, your main page is going to be a lot more interesting content. And that's going to mean that when you want to wind your day down and use social media, you have all these interesting uh, modern means of consuming content that real native speakers are using and it can be so useful. Uh, just a couple of other tips I'd give you is to listen to streamed radio. Um, obviously, not, not going to be as useful for American Sign Language, but for pretty much any other language, if you find the radio for the place that it's spoken, then uh, listen to that as often as possible. You may get some inspiration for nice music. I mean, if it, there's news and such that may be outside of your comfort level, you may not be able to understand it as easily if you're just a beginner or lower intermediate learner, but you will find some interesting music that you could potentially find the lyrics of and it'll help you with some something interesting to learn. So for that, I recommend TuneIn, that's T-U-N-E-I-N.com. And that has international list of all the widely available free streaming stations. So I'd recommend you check out both their language categorization and their country categorization, because generally they don't tend to align perfectly one and the other. I, th I think their country allocation is a bit more expansive, that you'll find things you would not necessarily find in their language one. And you go to the country, listen to a couple of radio stations, you'll find the one you want. And then when you're relaxing, you can have that radio on in the background from your target country. And this still works for even small languages. You would be surprised there exists radio stations, a lot of them streaming online with loads of great content that you can listen to. Another thing is native speakers. So find a native speaker on the likes of italki or Preply. And as a teacher, you hire them and very simply ask them that question. What do you think I should be listening to in my target language? A lot of the best resources I found in terms of websites and free online newspapers I can read and uh, funny comics that I can follow, uh, the native speakers, they know best and uh, native speakers can give you an endless list of amazing content that you could be consuming online. They could also tell you people that they think you should follow on social media to get exposure to that kind of content. And I do highly recommend just 
engaging with native speakers. Because if you might think your target language has very limited content, but a native speaker may know hundreds of pages or hundreds of resources that you just can't find if you do a quick Google for things I can listen to in this language or whatever it may be. So definitely talk to a native speaker. And the last tool that I'm going to recommend is learning with texts. If you Google learning with texts, uh, the catch is that it's very tricky to set up. Uh, so um, if you have a, lit a little bit of a technical know-how, it might take you about 10 minutes to set this up. Otherwise, ask a, a nerdy friend to help you. And it is a free resource that's an alternative to Link. So uh, me and the team were huge fans of Link for reading material. And Link has a pretty expansive database. I was actually very pleasantly surprised to see they do cover Catalan. So I can use Link for that language. Uh, however, they don't cover Irish and they don't cover a lot of other smaller languages. So um, learning with text is essentially an alternative to Link uh, that you create your own databases and you import your own texts. So you still have to find things like I have an Irish language newspaper that I refer to. I import interesting articles and I read them within learning with text and it keeps track of the difficult words. And then I had to give it a link to an Irish dictionary so that if I click a single word, it would give me a translation of that word within the same window. So I don't have to open up a new tab and search for it separately. And it's a lot smoother. So it's somewhat similar to the link interface. Uh, but like I said, it's got a little bit of that initial setup that it can be can be tricky, uh, but it is free. So once you do have it set up, then it runs on your own computer. And uh, I really enjoy that for Irish. And I would definitely use it for other languages that don't happen to be covered by link. So that in a nutshell is a huge list of suggestions I would make if you happen to be learning a language with uh, less available content. But even if you're learning a bigger language like Spanish and French, like I said, I'm, I've been following all these accounts myself and I switch between these languages on my social media. So feel free to, to follow the uh, account that I have if I happen to have an account for the language you're learning. And uh, you'll see a lot of content that I find very interesting as I'm learning those languages. But yeah, loads of tips for you there. I really hope that's helped you. And if you've been enjoying this podcast, please do make sure to leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Or if this is relevant to a language a friend of yours is learning, please share this with that friend. We really appreciate you getting uh, us new listeners as uh, the new year begins. So thank you very much for checking us out. I hope these tips have helped you. And until the next time, happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Katie Pascoe. With special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. Theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and happy language learning.